Come on, everybody, it's the inside trip. So crack a high life and take a sip on that T-I-T. Get up and scream, and you can spell it backwards. You know what I mean. Your boy Brando in the house tonight. Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight. When Ben Watson gets on the mic, you better get ready because he brings the hype. It's about that time you already know that nasty trip, this nasty flow. The inside trip that is the show. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Ah, uh, what's up, all my wrestling fans, fanboys, mama boys? Fan dudes, fan girls, fan guys, ceiling fans, oscillating fans. We are back. I don't even know how to do this anymore. We are back. Woo! It's the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast coming at you with episode... 116! 116. Fresh off of our last episode, dropping that knowledge about conference recaps and the NCAA seating conundrums. Has anybody... Uh, can you believe the conference recap and NCAA seating conundrums? I almost think that we need to recap that. It, it was, it was so valuable for the you know the NCAA's that were supposed to take place after that. Anyway, the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. I'm Brandon Olinger. With if you me forgot. as always, yeah, um, I, I forget my name half the time. Um, with me as always, you know, my man, your man, everybody's number one fan man, Ben the Law Dog Watson. I said, "What up? What up? What up?" Literally looking like the missing link. Oh yeah, I got a little beard. Got a little COVID beard. We've been in hibernation, ladies and gentlemen. We've been in hibernation. Uh, maybe we'll talk about the reasons why. Maybe we won't. Um, but yeah, it's been a minute, dude. It's been since March. And what is it, July? Uh, affirmative. It is July. And people still tagging us on... Mid-July. People still tagging us on Twitter like we exist. I told you we still exist. Like we have something of value to add. I got This nothing. podcast, for all intents and purposes, will be a... Massive train wreck. Oh, God. We are going to fuck up. Like we are my going life. to get stuff wrong. We are going to give you our best uneducated opinions. Um, they're probably going to piss you off. I just saw Pat Downey going off on Twitter. I'm like, we got to do a pod, son. <laughs> we got to do a pod. Man, I see Pat Downey going off on Twitter. I'm like, well, yep, water's wet, the sky's blue. What else is new? <laughs> so, so what's been up, Brandon? The unattached assassin. Oh, yeah, he's, he's unattached, all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, hold on a second. There was something else with these intros, right? Oh, so yeah. Where so, you can find us. Um, yeah, you can find us um, <laughs> lying dead in a gutter on the side of the road, uh, passed out drunk, probably in your mama's bed. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> uh, not. Um, you can find us on Twitter. It's The Inside Trip 1. Um, we got a Facebook page, The Inside Trip. We got a Instagram, The Inside Trip. Um, people still are following that shit. We get new followers all the time. but um, Because we're dropping them hot takes about NCAAs. <laughs> they posted anything. Um, email it's the inside trip one at gmail.com. Um, this is a podcast, so you can find it at the podcast places Apple Podcast, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and the Pod Bean. Pod Bean, yeah, Ben, right there. So we felt it was important to jump on the mics today because rumor has it the Olympics are not going to take place, and we wanted to uh, mm. bring that knowledge to your ears. Yeah, we wanted to let you guys know. So it's going to be a short one because we just wanted to let all the fans know that Olympics uh, 2020 in Tokyo. Um, are not going to happen. Um, unfortunately, COVID-19 stopped the Olympic trials. I don't know if you guys have heard about that yet. Um, 
You know, we had some pr- pretty good Olympic trials. Do you want to run through the brackets of the Olympic trials? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were being serious. <laughs> no, I'm not being serious. It's been so long, dude. It's been so long. I mean, literally the last time that we had a podcast, I was married, and now I'm in and the beardless. Of, now, now I'm in the middle of a tumultuous divorce. So that's kind of cool. So to all my all of our listeners, um, if you want to know some of the reasons why it's been a while, um, oh. you know, at least from a personal standpoint, I've been deep. I've been battling. Well, one. Well, fuck COVID. One. Fuck COVID. I'm a healthcare attorney, and um, so I worked probably 80 hours a week for three months straight on COVID. And then my wife decided that, uh, well, I shouldn't say my wife. We both decided that it was going to be uh, better for us to split ways. So uh, I'm in the middle of a tumultuous divorce uh, where she's trying to take me for all I've got. She's um, trying to take the podcast, too. She, yeah, she literally asked if she could take the podcast equipment. She was like, it's marital property. And I she said, no, it's not. Came to my house to pick up a microphone. <laughs> so anyways, honestly, you know, it is what it is. But those are some of the reasons why I've been a little unavailable, both emotionally and uh, physically. Um, so any, any – uh, if you guys want to send me some DMs and uh, – he's, he's available now uh, physically, ladies. To say, uh, ladies. And, uh, yeah, I, ladies, I ladies and all the men that listen even, to this, even, I am even, available. Men I'm in single. Iowa and Pennsylvania. I tell you what. Online dating is weird, bro. Like, I never done this Tinder shit and Bumblebee or um, Hinge. I never had the opportunity to date when all I had to do was swipe a certain direction. It's not as easy as you think. You, you don't get, have to talk to people. You get all these women, and then, then then you're, like, talking to them and shit, and then they just, like, ghost you, or they you go out on a date with them, and they're much fatter than you thought. Or I go out on a date with them, and, they're, and I'm much fatter than they thought. <laughs> Trying Grindr.com next? Yeah, I might have to get on that Grindr. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's been um. It's been a pretty hectic time in my life, uh, to be honest with you guys. Um, so feel sorry for me, pieces of shit. What's going on with you? Uh, living the dream, baby. Okay. Uh, yeah, living the dream. COVID. COVID has fucked everything up. It has fucked up my 2020. Like, uh, I feel like we're experiencing the Spanish flu, the Great Depression, the Civil Rights Movement, um, fucking the oh Women's Rights God. Movement. Yeah. Um, all of it, all in one, and it sucks. It absolutely sucks. Twenty twenty's been a uh, pretty crazy man. I've, lo- I mean, you started off with all COVID. my concerts have been canceled. Right, like everything. I had tickets for Rage Against the Machine, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland with oh. Run the Jewels. I mean, it just everything has been canceled. John Legend, Alicia Keys, fucking ZZ yeah. Top. I had tickets for the Lumineers and Camp in New York City. That was canceled. Ugh, I will say though, last night. I got to experience a phenomenal event. Yes. Smack dab in the middle of a fucking a cornfield. And I'm not exaggerating, guys. The middle of a cornfield in Yellow Springs, Ohio. I don't know if people have heard of this like, guy. Though. Outdoors. It was outdoors. It was an awesome show that Dave Chappelle hosted because he lives here in Dayton, Ohio, Yellow Springs, Ohio. And it was a comedy slash MC hip hop show. It was it was phenomenal. Got to see Dave Chappelle host it. And, of course, he dropped jokes all night long. Um, Ashy Larry from The Chappelle Show. Um, uh, Mohammed, he's got a special on Netflix uh, called, I think it's Vagabond. Um, How about Brother Ali? Brother Ali performed. Talib Kweli performed. Talib Kweli, too. David Banner performed. Um, DJ Trauma was there. And there, it was like... That's you, amazing. You felt like you were in a bubble because they had circles spray-painted all over this field with two chairs in each circle. And you were six feet apart from everyone, and people had masks on. And I'm just sitting there watching, like, Brother Ali Brother and Ali, Talib Kweli just go oh. ham on the microphone. And Dave Chappelle and uh, Darnell, the Ashy Larry dude, just freaking kill 
the Karen culture. Karen. <laughs> 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 the <laughs> barbecue Becky, Karen, oh you know them. My brother's supposed to be going to the to, to it tonight. They're having it again tonight, but it's pouring down rain here. It sounded like an awesome. Oh, time. it was great. It was phenomenal. I'm super jelly, dog. It was phenomenal. But yeah, um, Ben, I'm sorry about your uh, recent issues. I would have went all by myself. Going through them. I would have went with one of my Tinder dates. All right, right dude, on. it's all good, man. Honestly, 50 percent of marriages end in divorces. Um, I'm lucky to contribute to that statistic. Ben has always wanted to be a statistic. Yeah. So, um, feel sorry for me, guys. I need everybody out there to feel sorry for me. Yeah, man. Uh, so I'm sitting here drinking, you know, Coors Edge, non-alcoholic beer, while Ben's hammering probably some tequila t- cocktail of, you know, delicious nature. Um, yeah, you quit drinking. Haven't had a, I uh, really haven't had much of a drink in two months. Yeah, man. Um, so uh, apparently, COVID brought out that I had a little bit of a, a, a an alcohol and substance abuse problem that I had to seek. Uh, help for so that's okay. another reason why we've been gone for a while so um yeah. yeah man it's been fuck 2020 and fuck all you guys that contributed to 2020 well, i'll tell you what it's um pretty um pretty admirable of you to be able to bring that up on a podcast that uh, a number of significant amount of people live listen to and um i'm proud of your recovery and i'm proud Thanks, of man. uh it was bad yeah i know and i'm proud of everything that you're doing to recover for that and um so yeah if people were wondering um why we haven't been around for a while? It's uh, the divorce, and Brandon was um, getting help for uh, something he needed to get help for. And uh, but, and but now honestly, we're gonna be back, and, and you know what? Even with Brandon not drinking, we're still gonna cut. Brandon probably gonna cuss more now. Yeah, because I yeah yeah you've heard me. I've just I've learned so much about people and myself and life in general over the last six months, and I'm just like you know what? Fuck them, fuck them all. Let them burn, burn this motherfucker down. Oh, you can't think that way. I can. There are. There I love are, you. I but, really do. But there do. are people that actually care about you, brother. Oh, yeah. No, and, and I love that. And there's people that listen to this podcast that we've never even met that actually really care about you. I know that. And, so you shouldn't, and think, I know. you shouldn't say that. Okay. I'm sorry. I was, you know what? I, was, I get you being frustrated. I just, people suck, man. Like, I feel like society has, we, we've gone back like 50 years. Like, what the hell is going on? Well. What is going, just in general. Yeah. Well, if you want to speak to that, I mean, there, there's one thing that I think that's probably even the most relevant to speaking to that is the um, the issues that had occurred on Twitter yesterday. Today's Sunday, uh, July 12th. Yesterday, with regards to um, the tweets that Pat Downey made um, that, you know, were, you know, probably borderline, if not definitely, definitely misogynistic. You know, and that's interesting to me. Yeah. So, all right. Let's, you know what? There's a lot to talk about, I guess. And it's. The great thing about this is not like we're breaking down matches or recapping shit because there ain't really shit to recap. Um, but even though we said a lot of in, in, in jest and joking nature, yeah, this is going to be all over the place this evening. Um, and we're probably going to get some shit wrong so, and just sound like idiots. So bear with us. Be patient. Yeah, and, and, you, and you'll probably see our political bent as well. So I apologize. Um, we don't try to get politics involved uh, when we talk about this stuff. But, you know. Um, Here's my thing about Pat Downey. Let's, uh, go ahead. Pat Downey. Go ahead. If anybody is surprised about Pat Downey's tweets, then you have fucking lived under a rock for the last five years. Pat Downey is a very much you get what you see type individual, and that's, I'm not saying it in a bad way. It's you know, you know who he is, and if, for any success that he's had over the last year, two years, um, any you know keeping his. You know, nose. You know, his nose clean. Keeping him. You know, just his persona clean. Um, sorry, um, I, I don't mean that. Like, Who knows if he's doing that? Um, <laughs> um, you know that it required a lot of babysitting. 
All right, I'm sorry, but there's probably a lot of babysitting going on at the New Jersey RTC. So he made these comments about, you know, women's wrestling in general, I guess. Would you like me to read one? And Yeah, read one in just a second. And him getting cut or released, you know, ties from New Jersey RTC, it wasn't because of this. You know this was probably the final straw. And don't be surprised. It's the proverbial straw, right, that broke the camel's back? Yeah. No doubt about it. They didn't just release him for this. So, um... I forget her name. Her name's Alexis. She's on the uh, Porter. Yeah, she's on the world team. Alexis uh, Porter. I yeah, think, she's, right. She's on the she's on the ladder, and she wrote something like, "All right, come on, Flow Wrestling. How many times do we have to ask for one women's match on the card? Women's freestyle and Greco have always tre- been treated like second class citizens. At this point, your lack of representation seems deliberate." And Pat responds, "Valid point." Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. And Pat responds. Everybody's salty about the truth. Mm-hmm. Sorry, ain't he? Don't use uh, punctuation, by the way. Everybody, everyone's salty about the truth. Sorry, ain't nobody trying to watch that boring ass shit. LLS. I don't know what that means. LLS. Yeah. So he said basically after Alexis said, "Can somebody please also just DM us or just tweet to us what the hell LLS means?" Yeah. So after Alexis is talking about like, "Hey, let's get a women's Limited match." Liability shithead. Yeah, he says. Everyone's salty about the truth. Sorry, ain't nobody trying to watch that boring-ass shit. Which I can only read as, based on the tweet, he's calling women in Greco. Uh, but let's focus on the women. I, I don't even want to get to make this a Greco conversation. Let's focus on the women. He's basically indicating that women's wrestling is boring-ass shit. Flow wrestling don't get paid off equality. They a business and in order for all parties involved. They must produce the most exciting matchups. This business, let them do their job. You know what the first thing I thought about is they, they – um, he says it must produce the most exciting matchups. I'll tell you what, watching freaking Jakar Winchester and Sarah Hildebrandt scrap, scrap can be much more exciting than watching Pat Downey get his fucking ass kicked by David Taylor. Yeah, and I think that's what Pat Downey, the ignorance in Pat Downey's statement comes, is that one of the great things about women's wrestling is the fact that they wrestle with a chip on their shoulders like they have something to prove to us, you know, uh, you know, just... Fans. For us fans and so-called members of the media that they they get after it. And it's exciting. It's absolutely exciting. And Dude, it's also a pretty Jakar competitive. Winchester chuck some girls on their head. It's, it's awesome. Hey, remember when Jakar Winchester won a, uh, a world gold? Yeah, that was right after our podcast, yeah. right? Wait, she, right after she came on the podcast. Yeah. And same with Timur Mensa. Yes. What the fuck did Pat Downey do? I mean, he won the Open or something, right? Yeah, he won the Open. He was a world team member without Taylor there. To disrespect... Jakar Winchester, Sarah Hildebrandt, um, Tamira Menza, Helen Marulis, and say that ain't nobody trying to watch that boring-ass shit. When those matches are actually more competitive, you want to know why they're more competitive? Because our top-level senior athletes are – I mean, our team's, for the most part, pretty much picked. There's, there's some weights that are competitive, but a lot of times they're not. So to try to say that it's boring, you know it's boring, Pat. Your stick. Yeah, it, it, Your stick is boring-ass yeah. shit, bud. It, it, it and is. And he thinks he's real. Why are you real? Because you have been booted from everywhere you've ever been? Yeah. You're, you're real because you've lost jobs based on your misogynistic uh, beliefs, based on the fact that, I don't know, you know, um, there's at least rumors out there that, you know, he's treated women less than good in his past. Well, and he does have a history of uh, on social, different, various social media um, platforms of maybe not portraying himself in the best light when it comes to women. I'm, that's that's the most politically correct way I can say it, and uh, that's as nice as I'm going to be about it. You don't um, have to be nice about it. There's a lot of things to look at, and this is this kind of connects a lot of the things we want to talk about. Um, one, re- reread the part he says about flow wrestling. 
He says, Flow Wrestling don't get paid off equality. They have business and, and – sorry, it's hard to read what he writes. They, they have business, and in order for all parties involved, they must produce the most exciting matchups. Okay. This is let's, business. Let's, Let them do their job. Let's stop right there. A couple, a couple of points I want to make on that. Um, and we're going to touch on flow a lot throughout this podcast probably. Um, one, as far as I know, this isn't a paper, pay-per-view event. So it's not like there is limited space that they have to book – to then create cells for this one event, to, so then to put out the best matches possible out there, taking not 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 including women aside, you know, putting women aside. On they this. do have to come out of okay. pocket though to pay for the people, Un- understandably. But your livelihood, your business model is based on subscriptions. If there's anybody, you're not missing subscriptions from the fucking fans that want to watch Dake and and, and Chimizo, All right, you already have those subscriptions. Who have you not tapped into? Boom. Women. Okay. So put some upper level women's matches on the card, and then you're going to go ahead and touch a different fan base, a different crowd, which then in turn is going to create more subscriptions. you got to put money out of pocket for this. Yeah, that's business, brah. All who right. Think, who thinks women's wrestling isn't growing? It, women's wrestling is dwarfing. I have not men's heard wrestling of one women's program to be cut um, yeah. recently. Um, but guess what, guys? Some of these men's programs are getting cut. Yeah. Division One college wrestling is shrinking. What's Flo going to do when that happens? Huh? Who are you going to cover? Women's wrestling is Penn State dwarfing in growth. Just if you if you just look at the participation levels by percentage. Now, granted, the percentages are way different. We're talking about emerging sports status at the NCAA level. We're talking about states finally hosting women's only state tournaments. Ohio had their first one. Now it wasn't sanctioned by the yeah women's only programs. Yeah, but but they made the step to sanction a. Girls state tournament, right? Not sanction, but to put on. Yeah, to put a on a girls state, state tournament. tournament, dude. This this is awesome. So, so I, the, the, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, no, what I was just gonna say is that, like, um, in fact, Rob Deerwester, a guy I used to wrestle uh, in high school, he was a stud from Harrison. Um, would wrestle freestyle and like cut off jean shorts. Yeah, like, he would. He won't like admit it. Country hillbilly jorts. He, he was. A, he, he's a country boy, but there ain't nothing wrong with that. I guess his daughter's like one of the top. Yeah, she top, Cecilia. Yeah, top maybe, top uh, top girl wrestlers in the country, and um. So I so it's cool to follow him on Facebook because I see all of these yeah. opportunities that these women great are programs youth program down there for girls called Athena Wrestling Club it's you know out of Harrison High School so to, to so it is stupid and it is very short sighted of Flow Wrestling to um, disenfranchise yeah. women exactly and so the point I'm making here is especially like, when our team from is good a the women's money team is good perspective if you're basing off of subscriptions look. You're going to tap into a crowd that says you put Jakara Winchester and Sarah Hildebrand on that card, like you said, at a catch weight. I think you tweeted oh. that out. Look, man, the people that don't have a subscription that love women's wrestling, they're going to buy that, pay for that subscription to watch that match, whether it's for a month or for a year. You, they'll do it for a month. You show that you'll cover it more, they'll sign up permanently. And, and you know what else you do? You expose them to people that already have subscriptions that maybe don't know them and watch, and they say, ooh, I got this really slick Girl Sarah Hildebrand hitting these elbow offs and Jakar Winchester going freaking two on one trying to chuck each other. We've got a world gold versus a world silver medalist wrestling each other, both in the United States. Uh, agreed. Agreed. That's that's phenomenal. Secondly, the second thing I want to touch on, um, you talk about it's their job to put on the most exciting matches. I hate to break it to you, man, but this card isn't like it's stacked with these exciting matches. I, look, no disrespect to anyone. All right. 
I don't consider Vito versus Sammy Alvarez an exciting match that I'm like, oh, I want to pay money to see that. Right. I don't. I'll, I'll watch it. You have, a, and a, I'll enjoy it. A guy that finished fourth at the NCAA's that's had some success at the youth level right. in the world against a guy that, well, this would have been his first year competing yeah. at the NCAA's. Was he seated? Seated maybe 10? Yeah, he was like 10 or 11. 10 or 11. Um, I don't know what his. It's a great undercard match. But what I'm trying to say is. I would I would prefer to watch Allie Reagan versus Helen Marulis any day of the week. One hundred percent. Now look, if Jack you Mueller, if RBY, you really if you can look me straight in the eye as a wrestling fan and say you'd pref- you'd prefer to watch Vito versus Sammy Alvarez over Helen and Allie Reagan, then then guys, let's reevaluate. Go back and listen to some of our podcasts with women. Go watch some women's wrestling. Go look at the accolades of these women, and then tell me that's the same thing. You're talking about two borderline all American wrestlers in college versus two women's world medalists, including one who was an Olympic world champ, first women's Olympic world champ who beat freaking what's-her-face from Japan. Yep. Who, like one of the all-time greats. Yeah. So that, that's my point. Like, Educate his, yourself his what I'm saying. His post, his tweet throughout the entire thing, not only was it misogynistic, but it was flawed. His entire point and, 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 illogical. and illogic behind it was flawed and just wrong you know absolutely wrong so my thing yeah you got to come out some money nobody's saying put five women's matches on this put two all right get a real good one and maybe one that highlights a couple of women that are like you know maybe, maybe not WCWA WCWA ladies. but you know what these are some up-and-comers they've, they've battled hard how much money are you paying out to these people you're not paying out 50 grand you're not paying out twenty grand. Now, now, if you're paying each travel expenses plus three thousand each. Now here's the problem. What they're saying, it's or at least what Pat, Pat Pat tweeted is. So we've got to we got to put the other side of the coin. Now whatever he said is bullshit. You know what he what he said about the fact that they're not paying to watch this shit. But what he did say is literally all women. I don't know what that means were offered matches by Flow Wrestling and turned them down. Now all complaining there's no women wrestling. I'm out here wrestling anyone, anytime, anywhere. I don't know what that means. I guess I would speculate, because he said, the next tweet was, women out here getting offered more than me to scrap and won't put put it on for their own sport. Y'all don't know this, but I'd wrestle for free if Flow Wrestling gave me a platform. Okay, one, you won't wrestle for free because you uh, got booted, and all of a sudden now you're quitting this boring-ass sport, so shut up there. Yeah. Um, that's, that's just dumb. Um, but, so two, it sounds like women did, were this offered. Is probably, this sounds is speculation, and this is where we're probably going to get shit wrong, but based on what I've piecemealed together in the 30 minutes I've devoted to social media and you know talking to some people... Um, is that, yeah, I think women were offered some matches. I think Flo was offering to pay them at a much, much reduced rate, but they wanted Wrestle Like a Girl to make up the difference? Well, that would be insane. If, so, that's, if that's the truth, that is insane. That, so I, I whether hope that's, that's true or not, I hope that's don't know. Um, I, you know. I've heard it stated by you know some people that I tend to kind of respect and say they know what they're talking about, but um, if that's true... Damn, dude. Like, really? Like, that, to me, it would be a smack in the face to wrestle like a girl, for one. It absolutely is. But but if Flo did offer, if Flo did come to the table, let's be clear. If Flo did come to the table with a fair amount of money for these ladies and they didn't wrestle, well, shame on them, too. I don't know why they wouldn't do that and then cause this stink. That doesn't excuse what Pat Downey said about saying boring ass Exactly. Shit. It doesn't excuse that. But what, but what we don't know, the unfortunate thing we don't know is, is that it sounds like both Jakara and at least one other person were offered money to wrestle 
and they're not doing it. So and that's unfortunate. Has anybody else said that besides Pat Downey? No, not not that I've. Are heard you sure? Of. I mean, and, and maybe they have. I don't know. No, yes, one of them said. I think Dakara said, like basically, she said, "Hey, I'm not trying to." Very paraphrasing here. Like I could get injured. Um, I'm not trying to give up the two hundred fifty thousand dollars I could win for a gold medal in the Olympics for a thousand dollars or something like that. Okay, so that tends okay leads me to believe that. Look, man, it's it's an insult what they probably offered her. Okay, one of the top women in our sport, a gold medalist. Okay, compared to what they're offering the men on the other side that have the same type of accolades. But then we then we get into then we get into a real conversation, Brandon. A tough conversation. A conversation to which I'm not sure where exactly I fall. Well, if you're going the route that they were offered and they don't have any except right to bitch, here's the thing. No, no, I'm going okay. I'm going to offering one or are, two girls a match. Are women do women that are just as successful as men, mm-hmm. but on the women's side deserve as much money as the men on the men's side. The draw is way bigger for the men. We know that's true. Not saying that there's not a draw for the women. What are and they we want to build the, draw the for, sport. W- w- the draw where? Where, where is the draw? Who's going to watch? Right? But, You're going to sell more subscriptions with Chimizo Dake than you are with. Uh, I'm just telling you. I'm not you saying will. it's right or wrong. I know you Chimizo will. Chimizo Dake versus Allie. Let's just say Allie Helen. You're going to sell more subscriptions. So is it fair? Is it, is it right? Is it the thing that you're supposed to do from a business model perspective to pay Allie and I'm just making names up. Allie and Helen, the same as you would pay Dake Chimizo. Just because they have the same accolades. No. No, and I'm not saying they have to be paid the same. But they can be paid an amount that at least... It's commiserate it, with it, what they're it, worth, right? Exactly. That's the point I'm getting. You don't make an offer just to make an offer to say you made an offer. Hey, we offered you a match. Sorry, you turned it down. Uh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not Pat Downey. I'm not going to wrestle for free because, you know, I, I don't live in my car and I do represent a lot of, you know, uh, sponsors. So, right. um, no, I, no. Yeah. And, and that's where I get, that's where I struggle guys from a, a very, very, do you believe the women's soccer team should be paid as the men's that's soccer team? That's the same team? question. That, that's I 100% do. That's you know the why? Same question. Cause nobody in America is watching soccer and the women at least win shit. They're winning. They're winning. Yeah. And so are our women on the wrestling team. That's where I struggle as a feminist because I, I consider myself a feminist to say but also a, a very business-minded person to say I understand some aspect of what Flo's doing in terms of hey we need to get matches that are going to build our subscription right well and the difference between the comparison between the soccer and this thing with Flo is that one we're talking about the women being paid from USA Soccer right, right? they that's that's their organization. That's basically their employer. These people don't work for Flow Wrestling. Flow is putting this on. As they're an independent event. contractors. They're an independent thing. But Flow Wrestling, whether they like it or not, and I know they like it because this is what they used to say that they want to be, is the ESPN of wrestling. For, for wrestling, basically. Right. They used to say that Flow Sports, they wanted to be bigger than ESPN. And we're going to get into this later because there's just more controversy regarding Flow. Is that, but I don't think it, – it's like they try to have their cake and eat it too – um, you know, it's, it just doesn't, their business model is flawed. Um, I do think there was a way that they could have done this and made it, you know, very respectable and worthwhile because I'm gonna tell you right now, um, I will not pay for this event one, because I'm not going to support it after basically what's happened. And two, I'm not going to watch this event. I'll put it that way. I will. Um, I, will. I, I don't have a membership anymore to flow. Um, uh, because you know, there's no wrestling going on and, um, yeah, anyway. Um, but 
I'm not going to pay because aside from Dake and Shimizu, which is a hell of a matchup, which we could talk about later. That's um, an amazing match, you know, by the I, way. I just, I just don't find it that exciting. I also don't find these type of events super exciting all the time because with Ooh, the exception disagree, of Brandon. one or two matches, you find that not everybody goes hard, okay? I, yeah. I think you, you find that there's some tiptoeing and all that kind of shit, especially on the men's. Um, and it just... It's, oftentimes it's a letdown. UFC is a classic example. MMA is a classic it's example. Kind of the same. They have these big matchups. You pay for them, and then you watch Ben Askren get knocked out in six seconds. But here's the thing, Brandon. If we want, if we want to grow wrestling, and I think these pay per view type cards are great. So I'm going to disagree with you there, hot dog. I'm going to be tuned. Great in. for the sport, not great for my entertainment. I'm going to be tuned in. Um, I think that. I forget exactly what I was going to say. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I, I lost my train of thought there. The drugs begin no. to peak. Um, <laughs> when the ass no, I, kicks I just, in. No, I feel bad because, because I, look, I, I'm a business-minded person. I work for an organization that has to make money to survive. They say no money, no mission. I work for a nonprofit, huge hospital system. I mean. Yeah, I know. You, you said it. Yeah. Huge. Huge. 13,000 Ben's going huge. He's waving his hand. But what I'm saying is... Face is turning But orange. we all say, when everybody says you're a non-profit, blah, 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 you don't need money. It's no money, no mission. Same with Flo. No money, no mission to be able to support wrestling. So I get it. I get it. Well, I get that they need to do things. They got, they've got shareholders, buddy. Oh, okay? I don't disagree, Ben. Just like... They I'm can't s- just pay out $10,000 to both women and say... Or $15,000 to both women and say, come wrestle. Okay, they've got a, they've got an obligation to their shareholders to make money. They're not. What I'm thinking is what what what, I, what where I think is that they're being short sighted. That that yes, not not saying that they have this obligation to grow the sport because they're not a nonprofit, but to be short sighted to say that not putting on women stunts the sport. Well, in my opinion, okay, yes. Look, again, Ben, it's I'm not saying. They have to pay them the exact same. You you nailed it when you said pay them a wage that's basically um, you know uh, com, com, what, commiserate uh, with fair market value. It, with exactly. What, yeah. Look, I'm sorry, but to me that seems fair. And you're not doing it. Look, Helen Maroulis and Jakar Winchester would not get paid the same amount. Rightfully so. Helen Maroulis is a bigger draw. You're gonna get paid a little more. Right. Jakar Winchester. All right, but you're going to get paid your worth. Does. Look, it, but if in fact that they were, oh, she was offered a thousand bucks. Look, Bo Nickel won't even show up to a camp for that amount, like Blow. for 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 two hours. Bo Nickel, <laughs> yeah, that too. You know, so I understand where she's coming from, dude. It's an insult. It's a smack in the face. Right. You don't. Yeah, and that's that's where I, there's there's a huge dichotomy to me of what Pat said. Was I love that word. Yeah, I do. Well, thank you. What Pat said is like completely ducks. inappropriate. But it, what'd you say? I like dykes. Yeah, all right. All right. Gosh damn it. We're trying to have a serious conversation about the equality of women's wrestling. Do you God. not know what a dyke is? Yeah, I understand what it is. What is it? It's it's something that holds up H- holds water. a bottle of body of water. Exactly. Do, without them, do we would I'm, flood. Do you think I'm an idiot? Sometimes, but without them, we would flood. Well, I'm not. I don't like flooding. Okay? I don't like flooding, and that's... A Somebody get this guy a drink. I can't handle him no, sober. I'm sober. Anyway, I can't, I can't handle this guy sober. Back to your dichotomy. No, but th- that's where there's that dichotomy. But and I can't remember what I'm saying. But or at least in my thought process between understanding that there's a business to be had, and but at the same time, them understanding that investing in women's wrestling 
is exactly. the it's the long play. It's ex- exactly it's the long but play. You know what? They don't do the long play. And it's the play that we need to do as a wrestling society. We are so dumb to ignore no women's foresight. wrestling. No foresight. Dude, women's wrestling, we've said this on the podcast years ago. Women's wrestling at the college level will save men's wrestling because of Title IX. And I, yes, yes. So wake yes. the fuck up. But it, they don't have foresight, and that's the problem. Because in my experience, and this is my opinion only. Well, it's because they got Christian Piles running I, that shit. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. He's, a, he's a fuck, by the way. Go, okay, let's, let's go. Not, let's not go there. Hold on, let me make I'm my I'm ready statement. to go on that let guy right now. Let me make my statement, okay? In my experience, and observing them and following them, it's very much... What can you do for me now? Classic example, and I'm going to bring Pat Downey back into this. Pat Downey's last year at Iowa State. Like Tarzan, baby. Flo wanted nothing to do with him. Nothing at all. The only thing they would do is take his tweets because they were very, very, like, you know, okay, yeah. they Very gregarious, very, very, yeah. yeah. Those words, yes, exactly. They would take his tweets, repost them on their website, and call it journalism. And they wanted nothing to do with him. They would bash him. They're clickbait bitches. I specifically recall a back and forth between Willie Saylor, because he was with Flo at the time, um, and Pat Downey. And Willie said, hey, "By the way, Willie's Willie's cool shit. He's good. He's good peeps." But Willie said, when it was announced that Pat was kicked off of Iowa State, he said, "Come on, let's get on. FR- we'll get you on FRL. Come on, FRL." And Piles was, "No, not gonna happen." He pissed down 100%. his leg. Hundred percent. No, so we actually had Pat down on our podcast that night, um, episode number thirteen. If you want to go back and listen to it, but anyway, probably more probably we probably got more listens on that podcast than Flow Wrestling has had on any listens on any other podcast ever. I doubt it. Well, it's still a lot of listens. <laughs> um, but then suddenly, Pat Downey goes to the U.S. Open. You know th- that year he beats a couple of dudes. I remember he beat like um, uh, Gabe, the, Dean. Gabe Dean. He beat the dude from uh, from Edinburgh, um, Vic Avery. Remember, you know, won some matches, and then he ran into like uh, was it David Taylor? I think that year. That was that year. His first U.S. Open or whatever. Yeah, and he got he got you know, he got rolled over by DT because you know it, he got rolled over by. That's DT. actually not embarrassing. And then he went out, made the rule team. Now what are we seeing? Oh, he's on their cards. He they do this uh, the f- like little documentary interview of him, you know, walking around and Austin, you know, they did like a fifteen page they did they did like a fifteen minute doc on him exactly. <laughs> so, come on, man, it, they don't have foresight, and it's not going to change. They're just trying to follow the UFC model of the loudest person gets the most attention. Exactly, but and remember when Pat Downey used to make fun of Christian Paul so hard. He oh, called, oh, he called him a nerd. Yeah, called him a nerd. Like, you nerd. And now he's like, it's my nerd. It's like cool. And Christian Piles will swing on Pat Downey's nutsack until the day that Pat Downey does something wrong, and then he'll bounce on to the next person. Well, Christian Piles, well, what he'll do then is he'll he'll play the other side and jump off and start saying the stuff that he wants that 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 he, that he thinks people want to hear. Based on that, he just he goes back and forth. Christian Piles is the fakest person in this sport, and I and, and I and I dare you to find anybody in the wrestling media. And Brandon, do we not have? Multiple group text messages, and I'm not calling out anybody, with significant amounts of wrestling media people. Not one person respects him. Nobody says anything good about him, and, and it's obvious. And look, I remember— Besides Kyle Bradkey, who probably holds his pocket as Christian Powell walks across the office, Bradkey's just holding his pocket. I don't think anybody likes him. I don't think the people that even work with him like him. 
I mean, I've I've heard some not so great things from the people that work with him and who used to work with him. Yeah. you know, said about him. And I'm not even and, talking about from the sport of look. I get. I think we, Brandon, you and I can both agree as unsuccessful wrestlers that you can be not great wrestler and still be an awesome media person. One hundred percent. But in he, fact, probably some of the best. Yeah. You know because the way they approach the sport. There's some great media people. It's just. Okay, but we're, thinks, we're jumping all over the place now because we're just, talking about Flo's responsibility. We're talking about Piles. Um, well, I just wanted to go hard on Piles for a minute because I'm just kind of sick of him. Okay, well, you know, he goes out and th- you know, our boy Earl. Camizo and Dake is a classic example, all right? Yeah. Piles Chimizo, has done but. nothing. Or Chimizo, whatever, dude. <laughs> I Chirizo, love you, I love you bro. Um, you know, Piles has forever bashed international wrestlers that come to the U.S. and train. Well, Frank Chimizo is the most well-known one, and what's he do? Now he's headlining this card, mm-hmm. this match, which is going to be a great match because these guys are so similar in so many ways. It's going to be phenomenal. Hey, by the way, that match is going to be it's going to be great. Awesome. But give me Dake, by the come way. Come on, it's it, it's hypocrisy. Okay, you have um, you know, like I remember, you know, you talk about a guy who who they claim to be journalists, right? They, they I don't know claim what they to claim be to journalists, be. or at least you are representing a wrestling media outlet. So I'm gonna. I'm going to lump you in with journalists. Um, do you remember, like, the whole Teasdale situation? <clears throat> so Teasdale at Penn State, Penn State. was going to wrestle at the Southern Scuffle. Right. And Piles is just going on and on about it, telling everybody. And people were making fun of him, calling him a nerd. You're wrong. Making fun of him. So as oh, the face went. of Flow Wrestling yeah. and as a member of the media, dude, he posts the email that he received from Penn State's director of ops with the dude's name visible on it, outing his source. Bro, that's TMZ shit. Right. That's dumb. That, that, yeah, that's, that's worse unprofessional. Than TMZ shit. You know, it, it's just unprofessional. And I think that's been part of Flo's problem when it comes to wrestling. You got the wrong people as the faces of this right. outlet. He 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 uh he has such a problem with people that disagree with him. He's got insecurities. He, he's super insecure. And um you know, I don't know what that comes from. You, you know, but but the fact of the matter is there's just not that many. He might think that he's some bigwig, but there's just not that many people that like him. And and I'm talking bigwig in wrestling, bro. I mean, you know, wrestling's a very small niche sport, okay? Yeah, he, he might be a director of something at Flow, but blah, 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 this. You know what? You and I both, we've got very professional jobs. We do very well for ourselves. We do this for fun, and we still do it better than him. It, that, man, you are fucking killing this dude. Look, it, Oh, I'm Piles sick of him. Hey, I'm, I'm sick. It, of it's him. sad because I'm sick of him. he just he just reminds me of the dude in high school that like all the proverbial cool kids can't stand, but they laugh at his jokes and they hang around him at times because he buys them shit. Yeah, you know that's that's kind of what it is, and that's not me. That's not my original take. Somebody I actually said that, um, and I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. It. it, it and it's sad because well, the good you, thing is I don't need right anybody people, to buy me shit. If you have the right people doing this for flow, kind of as the face there for wrestling, no, I don't expect you to. It is not their responsibility to grow wrestling. I'm sorry, guys, it's not. It is not their responsibility. Agree with to that grow wholeheartedly. Okay, so it's their responsibility to make money for their shareholders. Exactly, it's actually a legal responsibility. One hundred percent. But there is so much more that they could be doing that would not only be better for the sport, but guess what? Better for flow. And their uh, investors. Yeah. Ever um, since I heard of, and I'm not going to drop the, the whole thing, but ever since I heard of the way he kind of, the way the Willie Piles thing went down, 
I got no respect for Pop. I mean, you saw how he was. I, I no freaking introduced myself to him on the floor, uh, you know, at NCAA's like the Tuesday before it started. And I, God, I would have thought that freaking Matthew McConaughey was standing there. Right. You know, I, more like Tom Cruise from his height. Oh, I'm short too. Don't worry, Piles. Piles isn't that short. I didn't think he was taller than me. Oh, he, okay. I don't, I don't know. know. He just. You know, but anyway, um, he swings on whatever sack he can grab a hold of. Yeah, yeah. And then when and he adversity and like shit. controversy presents itself, he backpedals. It's funny. I think uh, I think back in the day, a long time ago, on a Virginia wrestling message board, his username where was, he started was was Run Forever, and that's very descriptive. Are you Run serious? Forever. It was yeah, because that's kind of what he does. Oh shit. That's anyway, deep, son. Man, God, you just straight up murdered Christian Piles, man. And we let's move on. Let's move on. But keeping on to flow wrestling, though, and also Pat Downey, um, I think they're going to find themselves in a predicament on whether or not to, to keep him on this card. And it's two weeks away. Well, that's the that's the business aspect of things, right? And we can talk about that here in a minute, like the fact that he, um, at least for the time being, lost his position at the New Jersey RTC that was funding his ability to train under Reese Humphreys, who's the head coach there. Pat Downey did put out after all of this occurred, especially the shit being boring um, tweet, he did put out an apology. And and I'll read the apology because I think the thing that's important is that we give all sides. Um, And and what he said was, "I, I want to publicly apologize for my earlier comments. I've always... And will always support wrestling as a whole. Excuse me. I have always and will always support wrestling as a whole, including women's wrestling. So there's punctuation in this, so I doubt he wrote it. That's one of my main goals. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. With the platform I have, it's negligent of me to think that through the effects of my words, my idea of growing wrestling is to wrestle and talk about it and create a buzz. I didn't always have this platform, and I strongly believe I've gained it by showing up and wrestling at every opportunity that was presented to me. I believe this is the way, and it will slowly build. I understand my words and own them. I acknowledge I was wrong and how I expressed my thoughts, and I will use this opportunity to reflect and do better. So he put out an apology. And then what's more interesting to me, actually, is that— Well, for one, he didn't, he didn't write that. that. That probably came from Pat Downey the second, his dad. His dad. Honestly, I, I, I really think his dad probably did that. Pat Downey did not put that together. Well, yeah, somebody wrote that, or he did. I don't know. And then Wrestle Like a Girl, Sally Roberts, right? Oh, yeah. Who, who we extremely uh, respect, and we did a fundraiser for and donated, um, you know. 1500 bucks. Yeah, $1,500 to it, which, you know, I thought was great for a podcast that, you know, we spend our own money on. Um, wrote, great phone call today with, or today between Wrestle Like a Girl CEO, Sally Roberts, and Pat Downey. We look forward to working with Pat Downey and all of the wrestlers to grow wrestling. Full stop. United we rise, grow the sport. So here's the thing that I think of. If, 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 if wrestle like a girl who is the precipices of women's wrestling can find it in their heart to work with Pat Downey, then I think we probably all should. Now, we gave him a lot of shit earlier on the podcast, but this is where I said that you know there might be some disagreement. I disagree with completely crucifying this guy. I think that it's important. So I do a lot of employment law work, and at work – We'd get these people that have takes that um, they believe are appropriate um, but turn out to be ill-advised or ignorant takes. 
instead of terminating those people, what we do is we send them to sensitivity training, training excuse me, to understand um, you know, other people's perspectives and other people's lives. And I think that it's important to recognize that if wrestle like a girl can work with Pat Downey, then we probably also need to maybe forgive what he said as well okay. a little bit. Not, not, for, not forget and certainly call it out on this podcast, but to understand that ignorance – doesn't always mean malice, okay? Especially with him, who's he's, he's a loud mouth son of a bitch, and he's an, he's he, he tweets some idiotic things. So this is where I'm. This I'm going to respond, Ben. Uh, yeah, I see some some validity in that. Okay, uh, not crucifying Pat Downey. Uh, educate the people, teach them, massage them, coddle them. Blah 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 blah. I'm sorry, sensitivity training in the workplace. Screw that, dude. It ain't working. These people go I to think sensitivity it's training after they get caught and apologize because they get caught. John Stafford of Stafford Jewelers, Jewelers here in Dayton is a classic example of that. Same with the McAfee, McAfee, McAfee yeah. Heating and Plumbing here in Dayton, Ohio. They made some very, very disgusting, nasty racial. Yeah, they were racial. They were racial. Posts on social media, and guess what? Crucified, burned down, just the entire... They're going to lose their businesses. And you know what? Good. Because, and afterwards, they wanted to come out and say, I, I apologize. Hell, one of them said, if I had known I would have lost my business, I wouldn't have said that. Well, that's you, a different story. I'm just... I'm speaking in general right now. Right. People don't apologize until they get caught. Sure. Okay, so... But maybe now, they don't know. But Pat Downey knows. People have said this shit before. Yeah. In regards to Wrestle Like a Girl, Ben, I don't know the details of that call, but one thing I do know, based on my experience, I've never seen Wrestle Like a Girl come out and put out anything in a controversial way on social media, e- e- even when probably justified. So they took the business route. They took the, 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 the um, mature route on this. Very Who mature. knows how that turned out? Sally could have been on that phone saying, listen here, you dumb shit. What right. you said is wrong, and we condemn you for it. But thank you. I don't know. Right. This is par for the course for Pat Downey. Which, hey, guess well, what? Well, it's ben? just it's just, it's just it's just one thing after another with exactly. him. Exactly. Right? Oh, and, and as we speak, just as we speak, I'm starting to hear that there are some rumors that we cannot substantiate at all. That there might be some more shit coming out about this guy, also pertaining to women here in the near future. That could also further support that, hey, guess what, man? This is the, his MO. This is this dude. And b- that takes me back to my comment and my opinion that Flo's going to be in a predicament, man. You can't keep this dude on your card because it looks bad. Bad. And if you do... Bad for business. If you do, that there shows me that you have zero respect for women. Because if he had come out and said... And I'm sorry, I'm just going to... If he had come out and said, um, yeah, I'm... It's we're not going to watch black athletes. Okay, they would get roasted, roasted and be done. What he said was the same way. Boring ass. Yeah. Like in regards to women. Come on, man. Come on. It's 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 not far. It's not far from that. Um, And that's why I said earlier, fuck them all. Burn it down. We're burning the ships on this one. We are burning the ships. I, well, the, the, the bottom line is Flo, again, and I've continued to say this, has an obligation, a fiduciary obligation to their uh, shareholders um, as a company. And if, if they're going to keep Pat Downey on this card, they're going to have to do some serious damage control. And what he, do, what he did might be too much. And, and 
And he said he's not wrestling anymore anyway. The thing so that makes me the most frustrating is that the people out there are saying, well, this is just cancel culture. This is just cancel culture. You know, everybody being irate over something somebody said. No, it's not cancel culture. You know what it is? It's holding somebody accountable for what they said. Bingo. Bingo. 100%. And, all right. So... Along the lines with Flow Wrestling as well, look, there was the rumble on the rooftop not too long ago. The first wrestling action back. Live wrestling action back in over 100 days. And it, our biggest media giant doesn't, doesn't even mention a single word about this event. And it's not surprising because that is their MO. If they're not streaming an event, they will not talk about it. And to me... It, it's not the responsibility to grow wrestling, but that is it, it, it's it's irresponsible. And now it, it's starting. It is it is intentful, and it's it's done purposely. And nothing signifies that more than when two days before the event, one of Flo's biggest personalities on Twitter tweets, "Can't wait to watch my first live wrestling in two weeks." Yeah, that is that's immaturity. Okay, so that, I I get this right. So I get that Flo Wrestling doesn't have an obligation to pump up Rumble on the roof. They don't. They don't, but you know what? Mention it. Mention the athletes. Well, I think I think what there's, I think again, it's a business issue. Okay, so in so let's just focus on it from a business perspective, Brandon. No, what they could have done is they could have written previews for it and hello. got clicks. Hello, and maybe subscribers. Right. All right. Even though that's not the event that they're hosting, guess what? People still want to read other people's takes on it. So that that is a short-sighted business issue again. Again, it's and then Christian Childs goes. It's childish. Christian Childs goes on a ten minute rant on Flow Wrestling Live about all that Flow does for the sport. You know, you know what they do a hell of a lot for the sport. But I tell you what, he doesn't. No, not at all. In fact, look, Earl Smith from the Open Mat wrote a very, very thought provoking and well written article on kind of the, the the the. the mishandling, the, the the immaturity of of what they're doing when it comes. And he said, he made a great point. Look, you don't got to tell people how to find the stream, where to watch it, when it is. Talk about the athletes. Hype up. The, talk about the matches. That because benefits you know what? them. Yeah, because you write that shit. Again, you're putting content out that people may want to see. Guess what? Click on it. Me- subscribe to. Even if you had the streaming, you're not making money. It's, like, it's not like pay-per-view. Yeah, let me tell you right now. Because Rumble on the Roof, it, it, you know, as a, as a smaller event, didn't quite have the same publicity. If, but it had a hell of a goal to accomplish right. in donating money to beat the streets. It, it has, oh, yeah. It, boom. Okay. So, oh, sorry. No, we'll talk about two things there. Perfect. One, if Flo would have done um, coverage on that, I would have probably clicked on it. I like, didn't even know it was happening. Right. I would have clicked on it and been like, oh, let me read a little bit about this, you know. And B, you know, and Christian Powell said that no, none of the people that they had on pumped it up. Wasn't Pat Downey on it? No, no, no. But I mean, like they had Who? some coaches on that were were in Chicago, and none of those people pumped it up. But oh, oh, oh! I got you, I got you, I got you. But why not talk about it on FRL and say, hey, you know, just like ESPN does. Hey, there's a basketball matchup coming up, or there's a Super Bowl is coming Look, up. We don't have the rights to the Super Bowl, but guess what? We're going to talk about talk it. Talk about it. Why do you think they do that? Because then people tune, tune in. in. They tune in. 
Hey, guess what? Let me read what Spay has to say about I Rumble don't on the Roof. To FRL, but maybe I would if they would talk about some of this other right. stuff. Let me let me read what Spay has to say about Rumble on the Roof. Because, by the way, of all things, Spay is one of the people at Full Wrestling I respect the most by far. He is just a freaking workhorse and super knowledgeable. I'm sorry, I, I love Spay. Okay, I love lamps. Um, so now I'm going to kind of touch on the whole the grow wrestling thing. Look, guys. There's a lot of people out there that keep making these comments that if Flo would do X, Y, Z, it would help grow wrestling, it would grow wrestling, grow wrestling. It is not the responsibility nor the job of Flo Wrestling to grow wrestling. Growing wrestling is the responsibility as a whole of the wrestling community, especially the fans. Okay, People that listen to this. Exactly. You want to help grow wrestling? Don't be the dipshit that complains about there's no coverage and then refuses to pay $10 a month for a subscription. Okay? You're not helping grow wrestling because, in fact, you're, it's, it's counterproductive. Um, it is not their responsibility. And those are but probably I do the think- people that flow get pretty, pretty. And I think that's where flow gets the, the, they're probably their most frustration. Which I can understand, which I can C-A-N, understand is that they probably get beat up all the time about why does this cost money? Why does this cost money? Well, it costs money because they're a business. I, if I and they have athlete, to make money. It's like, look, your business, your wrestling website, give the athletes their due attention and, and respect for the event that they're getting ready to kind of go put themselves on the line for. If I was an athlete, I'd be like, hey, why do you want something to do with me now? You weren't talking about me two weeks ago. Where were you at? You know, so you, you, don't act like you care about me. But anyway, do you think that they have Pat Downey on this card in two weeks? Uh, I think it's 50-50 to me. Um, personally, based on what I know at the moment, to be true in fact, I think you could do it. I think you could do it. I think that, you know, especially if wrestling girls behind him and supporting him, yeah. Um, okay. If some other stuff comes out, mm. then... Or if stuff continues to come out, then maybe not. Man. Right. You know, Do you think Pat Downey backs up his words and doesn't ever wrestle again? Which means he would not wrestle in this event. No, he just, he, you know, when you get angry, you speak out of context. We've all done it. So, okay. again, I, I, you know, I don't know Pat Downey beyond the interview we did with him. Um, but, you know, when you, when, you, when you follow him on social media, you realize that he's a pretty polarizing figure. And that's what's, got his, that's what's gained his popularity. Because it certainly hasn't been his wrestling. You know, it's the truth. (laughs) I mean, okay. Actually, Pat Downey has had some impressive matches and results. The the problem is, is you just don't, it's not consistent. You don't see it all the time. Like, I think we missed out as college wrestling fans. We missed out on some great stuff. Having Pat Downey get to wrestle at that NCAA tournament that year because the year before he went in with like a six and one record and took fifth. Whose fault was that? I I know, but what I'm saying is, is, He's got skills. He's got the results to prove them. We just haven't seen them enough, uh, and definitely not enough to warrant the trash that comes out of his mouth. David Taylor, will, if he wrestles, David Taylor's going to embarrass him. He's done it before. I mean, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be even worse because he's talked shit about David Taylor. Never have I thought that one person would make me actually contemplate rooting for David Taylor over somebody else. That's strong. Because if you follow our podcast, you know our opinion about David Taylor. And I actually probably would root for him over Pat Downey. <laughs> or for them both to tear their ACLs and Miles Martin. And oh, I don't wish injury upon anybody verbally. Let's on go, Miles. Um, Miles better get his ass ready. Let's talk about this event for a little bit, Ben. Um, aside from what we've already discussed, let's talk about Ch- Chimizo Dake. Chimizo, Camizo, Chamizo, and Dake. These guys 
I think have so many parallels that it's 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 remarkable. Their their style, the fact that they have both gone up in weight without regard and had success at every weight. They they dominated. Was like a lightweight at one point. Dude, he was wrestling Logan Stever back in the day on the senior circuit. Yeah, he was. A, he was a sixty fiver. I think he was a fifty fiver at one point. No, no joke. Like way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. swear to God, a fifty fiver, one twenty one. I swear to God. No. All right, I'm wrong then. No way. I I, I don't know. I, 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 again, we said we were gonna get shit wrong. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I poured some wine in my tequila glass, so I've got a mixture right okay. now. Okay. Um. I think if both these guys get out there and get after it, this is going to be awesome, and I think they will get after it. Well, I know Dake will. I'm curious to see which Chimizo we get. Do we get kind of the nonchalant, lackadaisical, you know, lazy, yes, uh, I'm super athletic and I really don't care? Or are we going to get the dude that's like, eh, you know what, I'm tired of everybody all over JB's nuts? Yeah, give me Dake. Interesting, though. Um, Chimizo's obviously, I think he took second last year. He lost to the guy that uh, Burroughs lost to in the, the semis. Um from Russia. What's his name? Oh, he lost him two years in a row. Anyways, I apologize for forgetting his name. Um, Sadikov? Um, I'm pretty sure that is that could be right. Anyways, um, yeah, you can you can look it up. Uh, you know, I think Dake is just he, he seems very hyper focused. He finally seems healthy. He seems like he's ready to go. He's won multiple world titles in a row. Um, and they're and they're wrestling at a weight where Chimizo's not going to have to be coming down. It's seventy nine, right? They're yeah. doing it at seventy nine, kind of something because like Dake didn't want to go down to seventy four. Right? Dake, yeah, Dake wasn't rightfully cut. so. I mean, there's no right. point in it. And Chimizo's well, obviously Chimizo's a smaller seventy four, not like a, not a tiny one, right. but I mean, you know, he's not. You know, he he, he can make that, that he can make that weight comfortable. I'm sorry, Brandon. Just interesting you? that he didn't want to go seventy four, considering that's the spot that he's got to win. Yeah, well, they're both. Yeah, you but know. you know, I get it. I mean, I get it. It's it's a it's a ways away. Um. I think that everything that Chimizo does from a fluidity, fluidity standpoint will be countered by Dake's ability to control ties. Okay? And I just have trouble finding how Chimizo is going to score on Dake. Because Dake is very good defensively. Very good defensively. And also, I mean, Chimizo's not had great success from the United States, against the United States in general. Burroughs has beat him pretty much every time they've wrestled but one time, which was kind of a controversial match. Um, and Dake and Burroughs obviously have had some pretty close ones. But Dake's never beat Burroughs, and Chimizo has. Not a, not in a, Dake's beat Burroughs, but not in like, a, but only in like a match, not in like exactly. a series. Not yeah. in a series. Yeah. So uh, I like Dake. I like Dake in this match for sure. But I tell you what, it's a it's a great match. Good job on Flo grabbing this one. Yeah, great job. Um, regardless of everything we said, you know, this is a great matchup um, that does have future implications. Um, both guys. You know, uh, Chimizo, you know, vying for, you know, world medals. Dake is two. He's got to win the spot first. But I like Dake at 79. At 74, if this match was taking place at 74, I, I think I, w- I would pick Chimizo at this time. Hmm. Because Dake is very good defensively. Have we ever seen Chimizo not be able to score on somebody? You're right. He gets his points. He gets, he gets his points for the most part. The list of guys that Chimizo has beaten is insane. Absolutely insane. Well, he's got a hit list, huh? In fact, Flo put something out that was exactly that, that his, his hit list. But, I mean, it's long. Damn it. It's, <laughs> I swear, you need to go work for them. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I, so, I, I, don't, it's, 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 I don't DM the women's wrestling freestyle team and ask them to wear bathing suits, so I don't think I would fit in. Oh. Um, okay, moving on. Um, anyway. They're grimy, dude. It's... 
it's bad. Um, I, I like Dake at this weight, but I do think it's going to be a battle. And if it was at 74, I'd probably pick Chimizo right now. And you know how I feel about Dake. I'm going oh, yeah. to Dake to win the spot. You're, you're more Dake guy than I am. Yeah, I, I think Dake wins the spot next year, and I think he wins the— Ooh, I do not want him to. It's okay. After that Burroughs-Dake controversy? Yeah, I thought it was fun. They did it on purpose, yeah. so Dake gave him what they want. Burroughs didn't like it. No, of course not, but that was the point. He's calling Burroughs old. And for us old heads? We are old. We should take offense to that. No, he is old. I want to think. We are old. <laughs> take offense to that, Father Brandon. Time is undefeated. Yeah, but not against me. <laughs> yeah, he, His balls are hanging low due to gravity, bro. <laughs> I sat on my balls the other day. Oh, God. <laughs> Did it hurt? The worst part is I'm out in this game now with this, like, tender and shit, like, hitting on these 28-year-olds, and I'm like... It's just I'm a, like, like one girl you probably call, pay for the unlimited. Too, one girl right? called me grandpa. I, she, she's got a point. Yeah, it, it didn't matter to her though. Let me tell you that. Oh, much. stop, man! This is gross, dude. <laughs> I hope your wife's not listening to this, or your whatever, my ex-wife. Your ex-wife. Uh, anyway, she never listened to you before about anything. Anyway, so why would she start? <laughs> exactly. <now? laughs> but anyway, um, no. So good, you got Dake. Um, I do too. Uh, if it's at seventy-four right now, I take Chimizo, but. I'm not going to be surprised if Chimizo wins. And also, I think Chimizo scores on him, too. I want to see how. I want to see how. That's slick counter wrestling, man. Yeah, he is. He is. That's slick counter wrestling. Um, There's some other good matches, though. I mean, I know it's not like a... RBY and Mueller, I think, can, is going to be a, a fun match. That's going to be a great match. Both great success in college. Great success on the international circuit, I think what Mueller wrestled for a bronze at U twenty three last yeah, year. The, the world, uh, the, excuse me, the U twenty threes. Yeah, the junior or not the junior, but the age level circuit for sure. Yeah, correct, yeah. correct. Um, RBY, you know, won a bunch of stuff in Fargo. I think he was on some cadet rule teams or something. Uh, had some success at the junior level as well. Um, they, they, it's going to be a fun match because you got the the super slickster speed dude in RBY against the hammer, especially on top. That's Mueller. the problem, though. And, if it's freestyle. You don't quite get the same. I mean, uh, an armbar is an armbar. Ask, ask Logan Stever because he scored a shit ton of freestyle. You're right. Freestyle. You're right. But I, I do think that I'll probably favor RBY a little bit more in this match because I think he's getting – he's so fast, right? Remember how fast he is? I do. Remember how fast Sebastian Rivera was? And Mueller just beat the shit out of him at NCAAs. You remember that? Yeah, that's true. So Well, but Mueller rode him for five minutes. He beat the shit it's out of him. It's a different story, Brandon. That's what I'm trying to say. Mueller rode him for five minutes. But did he take him down? Yes, he hit him with a sl- slide by and then rode him. Exactly. A takedown is a takedown. Look, do you remember some of the stuff that RBY did? But Mueller wrestled for a bronze at U23. Nah, man. RBY is going to probably attack him. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm picking Mueller. You're crazy. Mueller can't throw a boot in and ride for. He wrestled for a bronze at U23. It seemed to work. Whatever he was doing out there. Yeah, he's solid. Okay. Oh yeah, he's solid. I hate you, man. Um, good. Uh, let's good. do it. Okay, we're doing a Chipotle bet. All right, Chipotle All right. sounds good to me. All right, Maybe right I'll on. Get that for dinner tonight. Woo. Um, Vito, Sammy, I, not, not much. Uh, to not, say about I'm that. not interested, man. But um, but Pletcher Caldwell, I think that's worth worth a little. Pletcher Ashnault, which was supposed to be the match. I think that would have been a hell of a match because Ashnault's got a chip on his shoulder, and Pletcher, he's the type of dude that's going to wrestle anybody any day. But Pletcher just go lost hard. to Lugo at the uh, Rumble on the Roof because okay. Lugo was just so much bigger, you know, just was, was unable. Pletcher was unable to get any of his offense going because Lugo just stood in the center and just basically was like, I'm going to counter you. You're not going to counter me. I, I'm worried that I would have been worried about the Ashnault same things, that Ashnault might be a little bigger than him. Of course. But we're talking Caldwell now. Um, and Caldwell hasn't wrestled a match since 2012. 
Right, since so, the last chance qualifier in 12. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, him and Ashnaught would have been fun to watch. Absolutely. You know, I think, they both would have got, got, got after it. I think Pletcher destroys Caldwell. It's kind of like not, not on the, the same level, but kind of like, you know, Ashgren and Burroughs. Right. You know, I'm not, not Burroughs saying, is much I'm not better saying than, Pletcher's Burroughs. Yeah, not you know, wrong. Caldwell's not even Ashgren, all right? True. By the same standards. So, but it's kind of like that, like, yeah. you know. But it's fun, right? I think, that, I think it's neat that they're, they're able to draw back like a, I mean, an NCAA champion who beat Brent Metcalf. You know what I mean? Draw him back into Twice. the Twice. Yeah. Splayed him up. To beat him back, to bring him back into the sport to wrestle a guy who, you know, was having, just looked like a totally different dude this year. It tells me two things. One, they were having problems finding people to take this match. And two, Caldwell's having a hard time living or something because. <laughs> Maybe he's interested in coming back to wrestle. That's a mistake. What was he going to do, 65? Maybe. That's probably one of our deepest weights. He's going to get eaten up. I don't know. Well, let's see. Let's see the Pletcher Caldwell match. It's so hard to even speculate on this match. I, you know, Cal- but it's we fun. haven't seen Caldwell. It's, Cal- it's yeah. fun. We have, yeah, it's, it's really fun. Yes. And so shout out to Flow the Business, not the stupid personalities that I don't like, but Flow the Business for putting getting some of these matches together because these are great. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this card. I'm actually even looking forward to uh, Arujo Alvarez because I think Alvarez is one of the next big stars in wrestling if we ever have it again. Oh, you know what? Let's let's move on. That's actually a great point and a great segue. Uh, well, fuck me. I guess a great segue to circle back on what we've already fucking spent way too much time talking about because as we record this, old PD3 going ham on the social media. What's like, he doing it, now? Oh my god, Ben! I don't get it, dude. He just tweeted out. Wait, hold on. We're talking about Pat Downey. PD three. Yeah, yeah. Pat Downey. Since Flow Wrestling won't include any women wrestling matches on or men's Greco, I've decided to withdraw from the card. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sad because I was really looking forward to competing in my new Barbarian Wear Wrestle Like a Girl singlet. Wait, so he's withdrawing. FYI, I get 10k. David Taylor, 20K, and Dake and Chimizo, 50K each. Bruh, Pat Downey ain't walking away from 10K because of women's rights and because he cares about Greco. No! Flo booted him. He got booted, and I think... And now he's outing him. And Yes, and I'm telling you, shit, the wall is going to crumble here, man. It's going to crumble for, for him. For Flo? Or Pat. Pat Downey. Maybe bro. Flo, too. I mean, we just talked about whether or not he wrestles. We talked about shit coming out. He's he got saying, booted off the card? He's saying he's not going to wrestle. He's saying he's not going to wrestle because they're not having women's matches. He's throwing Flo under the That's bus. Baloney. That's baloney. That's baloney. Of course it's baloney. You're not going to wrestle, bro, because your ship is, is burning, dude. It's, your walls are crumbling. Like, I'm sorry. You're not going to leave a $10,000 deal to... He had to go wrestle for two minutes, get tech fall, and got 10, 10 grand. Yes. You put me in. I'll wrestle David Taylor for that. Easily. It won't even take 10 seconds. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Literally. I, yes, I put. I wouldn't even put two shoes on. <laughs> I I put put one condom. I on. I put my single on back. Put a condom on, and I'd be like, "Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> Ten um, seconds, all it takes. And, and furthermore, dude, he keeps going off, dude. What Sarah else? Hildebrand, you know Sarah Hildebrand. By the way, let's, we let's, love Sarah Hildebrand. Can we please give people? Okay, so him and Sarah Hildebrand have been in a beef. Sarah Hildebrand is a world silver medalist wrestler. Amazing a great wrestler. ambassador for the sport. Multiple time world team member. Both guests on this podcast, so, you know, we like them both. They've, you know, whatever. I like Sarah Hildebrandt way better. I know, okay. The, anyway, dude, she put out a tweet the other day that basically said, you know, and it, it, this is a thought-provoking tweet, and it, to, 
to demonstrate on the power of exposure. And she's absolutely right. She said Pat Downing literally has done nothing, continues to do nothing, but the wrestling community has given him quite the platform in which he rightfully, rightfully, she, yes, he rightfully uses to his advantage to further grow his brand and opportunities. Right. There is nothing wrong with that tweet besides, she said he's done nothing. And I understand where she's coming from, but he's, he's done nothing to deserve this type of platform. No world medals now. except for a, a junior world silver a long time ago. Correct. So he just responds, Sarah, I would whip your ass, you goofy little wet nugget. So talk to me again how you uh, respect women. Maybe. Maybe, I'll, they, I'll, maybe they're I'll whip your ass, you yeah. goofy little wet nugget. They're friends. I don't you saw what would... she put out. That's a direct hit to him. I know, but why would, the guy, why would a guy say that he would whip a girl's ass? That to me seems like who a, the hell are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the man who was never going to wrestle again tweeted out just a little bit ago. Um, See you at the Olympic trials, Magic Man. Unless USA Wrestling stops me from competing because of my opinions, dude. Stop, stop, bro. And give up. He also tweeted. I'm glad you're here. The New Jersey RTC ain't have to fire me over my opinions and personal beliefs. Direct violation of my amendment rights. We got a nice lawsuit coming. Hey, man. Uh, he going to lose. You're going to lose that. Again, here's inconvenience the great thing. is not oppression, bro. Yeah, here's the great thing. Here's the great thing about the Second Amendment is it, it gives you the opportunity to say whatever the fuck you want. The First Amendment, right? Second first Amendment, first amendment is to bear arms. Me. Like, yeah. Gives Sorry. you the right to I'm shoot drinking. people for I'm saying whatever drinking. the fuck they want. Yeah, the First Amendment gives you the right. I need a new lawyer. <laughs> this guy. Are you Pat's lawyer giving him his vice? <laughs> hey, Pat, we're going to sue him on the basis of the Second Amendment violation. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. No, First Amendment. Not just freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and freedom of assembly. So peacefully assemble. Yeah. So there's three, you know, different. Um, AKA protest, taking a knee during the national anthem. That's right. Peacefully. All right. All right. All right. I agree with you. But what I'm saying is, he has the right to speak however he wants. It doesn't give you the right to not uh, feel the repercussions or consequences of your actions. All it does is say that you can't be arrested or go to jail or have any government governmental interference in what you say. But you know what, the NJRTC. Doesn't have governmental interference. Exactly. So you're going to lose, entity. hot dog. Yes. It's donations. 100%. NJRTC is, do- is privately funded. Not a government entity. And I'm sure you probably have some clause in your agreement that says you will not represent them in a negligent way. Yeah. Which you absolutely did. There is. So, hey, there absolutely is a clause in that agreement. Bro, 1-800-GET-LAW-HELP does not work. Yeah, 1-800-GET-LOST. Get lost. For you, bud. Okay. So, I'm t- Ben... There is so much more to this, like we alluded to earlier, that I think shit's starting to... Like, this guy, you know, he's going to run forever. So remember when we just He's running about, forever right now based on the stuff Remember what we just said? You asked me if he was going to wrestle. Yeah, I said no. And I said yes. Yeah, you're I wrong. I thought so. You're wrong. I was wrong. Flo booted him. You want to know why? Because they're butt puckered, baby. This is all happening as we record this podcast. We're literally We're doing it as we can. You can't make this hey, shit refresh up. refresh and see if there's a new tweet. You can't make this shit up. God. So... I want to know if Pat or Sarah said anything else. Because Sarah's the best, by the way. If you haven't listened to our Sarah Hildebrandt podcast, you're freaking dumb. Because she's Stop awesome. Stop calling people dumb. I know. I, I love our fans. But go listen to the Sarah Hildebrandt podcast. That's all I'm saying, hot dog. No, she didn't say anything. She's too busy probably, you know, training. doing a camp, training. Baking she bread. She, remember, remember she baked yeah, bacon bread. She likes she the big bread. Playing ultimate frisbee or you know walking, <laughs> dribbling a basketball. Remember when Pat Downey got booted off the team and he said that he wasn't going to practice. He asked what he'd been doing to get ready for postseason. He said he'd been playing ultimate frisbee because of walking, walking. helped him out. Playing basketball, walking. 
dude, I walk a lot. I'm gonna get back in that mix. Throw my throw my hat back in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's walking. What a goof, dude. Hey, you know what? Peace, Pat Downey. Pat Downey and Christian Piles, they should like just be together. You nerd. Those nerds should be together. Speaking of nerd, all right, sorry, tidbit. At the Chappelle show last night, Chappelle turned over to somebody. He was wearing a Columbus Zoo shirt. And uh, <laughs> he said, where are you from? He said, Cleveland. So Chappelle cracked on Cleveland for a few minutes. It was funny. Um, but then he said, so what are your thoughts at Yellow Spring? And uh, the guy was like, no, it's nice. Uh, it's a lot like Columbus. And Chappelle was like, what? Yellow Springs is nothing like Columbus, right, you Yellow nerd. Very, very you nerd. Down. It's the state capital. Oh, he knocked him. <laughs> Yellow Springs. Yeah, people don't know where Chappelle lives. Like, he lives in a very... Hippie rural area, like twenty five minutes outside Dayton. It, this show was literally in the middle of a cornfield. Yeah, like there was a trail that was lit up, taking you through the corn. Children of the corn. Anyway, um, do you want to talk so, about anything else? Or are we done? No, we we're at an hour and eleven minutes. So based on our history, we still got an hour and forty five to go. I'm kidding. Um, but you talked about, you about if wrestling happens again, dude. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that's a, a great question because I don't anticipate wrestling taking place next year. I, I don't. I'm sorry. Um, at least not college wrestling. Um, and It's going to be tough, right? I mean, I feel like. If they're already pushing back fall sports yeah, what into January. Saying, and what they're saying, at least in my, my work, you know, and, I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not. Where I work, I work with a lot of, um, you know, infectious disease doctors. So, you know. They're saying basically that, look, and I hate, I know people don't want to hear this, and I don't want to hear this, okay? But they're saying until a vaccine occurs, guys, we're going to have to keep the pop, we're going to have to keep big crowds minimal. Uh, duh. Okay. So I don't know if, if the sports are going to happen until maybe 2022. And it sucks, guys, because Brandon and I are just going to have to get on the podcast every week like we've been doing every freaking week. <laughs> That's a joke. We haven't done that. Um, We're going to have to find something to talk about. Um, we might we just do a about, podcast on your Tinder experiences. Talk about divorce. Can we do Tinder experiences? Oh, God, yeah. I've got some. Like, I'll tell you what. This girl named Bailey, she's sexy mama. Um, but anyway, she's hitting me up right now. Um, but that's why I'm trying to focus on the podcast rather than texting her back. But you got to text them back, especially the young ones. These girls are like 28 and I'm 36. But I'm not, I'm not, do, I'm not going for anybody in the 30s. I'm done. I'm 21 to 29. That's my range. All right. I want the young bucks, baby. I want the girls that can keep up. Be pat down and go 15 to 25. (laughs) I'm sorry. Never never mind. (laughs) 25. That's way too old. I know. I was just kidding. That's just a that's a bad joke. I'm I'm not even that funny, guys. That's just hyperbole. I'm I'm not not a funny guy at all, you know. Just sometimes I just vomit from my mouth. No, we have no. Anyway. That's a joke. It's it's. But we were going someplace about, oh, wrestling. COVID not happening. It's going away, dude. We just saw one of our major... Major college programs get dropped. Stanford. Stanford. Big college Stanford. program. A college with money. Have, yeah, having one of the best seasons of their career this year um, with some amazing studs. We're talking about Real, Real Woods. Who's Real in the Woods. portal now. What's it? Yeah, who's in the, in the portal? portal. Oh, by the way, did you see the uh, the tweet from his high school coach, Izzy? Is he saying go fight? They're talking about he's going straight to fighting. That's dumb. 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 Maybe. I don't know. And then Shane Griffith. Yeah. Who'd look good in a, both of them would look good in a Buckeye single. I'll tell you that much, hot dog. Oh. I don't care. We'll figure out a way to put him in. The what lineup. if Griffith, did he go back to Rutgers? He's a Jersey boy. Camden. He's a Jersey boy. But obviously. And after, after they just got Sebastian. Or Princeton. Yeah, but next year's last, Sebastian's last year. But I'm saying those dudes could, Rutgers could put a squad together. If Nikki comes back. Who? Suriano. 
Imagine Suriano, Sebastian, and Griffith. That right there is a top five team. Suriano ain't coming back. I'm just saying, imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, and what if they could get uh, Anthony uh, Parati to come back? <laughs> oh, Machine Gun? Yeah, machine Gun Parati. Is there anybody that, like, All-American off of sure will more than Machine Gun Parati? I think he did it twice. Yeah, <laughs> All-American twice. That guy was just, like, not a great technician, but just a bad man. His, middle, his nickname is Machine Gun. Yeah, he's fun to watch. Machine Gun. That's a great nickname. Why isn't my middle name Machine Gun? <laughs> it's just more like water gun. It is. <laughs> Fire and blanks gun. It is. It's like Ben Loti Watson. <laughs> Are you going to take one or fucking Raphael Palmero's place and start like doing ads for fucking Viagra? <laughs> Do you remember Raphael Palmero yeah. was like the first Viagra? Yeah, he probably did because he was freaking probably used so many steroids back in the day. <laughs> um, so, hey, where are we going with this? If rest- no, I think just the, the fact I, of the matter is this. Look, we lost ODU and we've lost Stanford. And, uh, and, and it's, the big- it's not even the tip of the iceberg the, in my no, opinion. And the biggest thing about Stanford is Stanford – They've won the President's Cup a number of times, which is, like, basically the most dominant sport, athletic department athletic department in the country. They dropped 11 sports. And I can tell you, after, the, after reading the article, and I'm not going to read it on the podcast, wrestling was probably the last sport to go. Because they based it on, like, a number of criteria. Yeah. And wrestling didn't fall into any of them but one. That they weren't, was it not generating income? Um, not super successful recently no it wasn't it wasn't any of that man it was it was um i think it was just a title nine issue is what they were saying basically you know come on yeah which i think title nine is just an excuse now um that they're using it's all the opportunity to have women's sport wrestling you know look one of anyway no i'm not even gonna go there but um again ben i think it's just the tip of the iceberg i think we're not gonna have a season next year and um, I, I think we're going to see more programs get dropped as college sports get put into a bind, um, losing money due to COVID. Because if there's one thing, look, college institutions well, are, are the biggest, the biggest organized crime unit in America. The NCAA is just an organized crime unit in general, and Stanford had like a almost a thirty billion dollar endowment, and you're dropping these sports. Well, dude, you got to remember the endowment is based on donors, right? All I'm, but all I'm saying is you can't act like you don't have money. I get it. But People the, the can choose where money up. is earmarked, right. earmarked. But even if you have a million dollars left, your wrestling team's still okay. So, so by law, by law. Mm-hmm. It, it, when, when, is when this per the Second Amendment? No. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. When we're, ta- <laughs> when we're talking about, um, when we're talking about uh, like, uh, whether it be a foundation or an endowment, there's, thing, there's a thing called donative intent. And a lot of people don't realize that. So donative intent means that if I give money to Ohio State, I can do two things. I can make it an open donation to where they can choose how to spend the money. We learned all this with our donation to Wrestle Like a Girl. Right, or I can make donative intent to say this money can only be spent on the wrestling team. Unless they drop the program a la Notre Dame. Right. So a lot of Stanford's endowment, the donative intent of it is probably not based on sports. And probably even more not based on wrestling. So to say that they can just pull money from an endowment to fund sports. Is, I'm not it's, saying it's, they it's can. Il- it's illegally inaccurate. That's not what I was saying. What I'm saying is this isn't a university that whose funds are running dry and the athletic department is an overall burden to the university and draining their budgets and bottom line. Bottom line, I'll put it that way. Right. I think it's just a bigger 
it's a bigger issue that we're ignoring. I think that I think that COVID is a piece of it, but I think in the end, what we're what, what the biggest problem is, non-revenue sports are on their way out. I do see a time when it is literally probably a two-sport environment at college. You have football and you have basketball, and and then whatever women's sports that to make to cover up to the scholarships of football. Yeah. yeah, honestly, unless you know, as our friend Frank Baxter said, unless they write some kind of bylaw that says Title Nine, college football scholarships are excluded from Title Nine. You know, they'll find a way, which would actually help. I well, we we would think it would help, but there'd be always be a loophole that a school would one hundred percent. I it's think not that's Title Nine. It's not COVID. It's wrestling just needs to focus money. potentially on a on a, a private a private. Um, a private mechanism yeah. continuing after high school. The great thing is it doesn't take place until 2021, 2022. Okay, so right, but not, if, if you're Shane Griffith or Real Woods, you're probably transferring. Well, you probably Real Woods is already get, in the port, I'm sure. Right, you probably want to get in a new environment as soon as you can. If you're Nathan Traxler, who's a senior, you're going to stay, you're going to get that Stanford degree, and you're going to wrestle for them and hopefully be their last All-American. Yeah, but just in general for the program, it gives them time to find a solution to keep the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Stanford's saying that it's that regardless, it's over. Now, Stanford has already come out and said we don't care how much money you raise; it's over. Now, that makes no sense. Yeah, it's it, it, that's it's an, it's an ignorant take on um, a very intelligent school. You know, we've saved we've saved programs before. We saved Arizona State. We've saved Cleveland State. We've saved other schools uh, programs. And Stanford isn't full. Oh, the one thing about the wrestling was is that they're not fully funded at, uh, scholarship wise. Yeah, that's what it was. That's, that's what, what put it was. Them on it wasn't a fully funded team because what do they get? Like three, four? I don't know. It was something but like that's five. what put them on the list. Yeah, they're literally. They were. I guarantee they were the last team on the list. That's yeah. That's what it was. Well, shit, that sucks. But again, I still don't see a t- season taking place next year, um, and, and it sucks. And I think it's just going to continue. People are going to be mad at us for saying this because like we're propagating some agenda, like we don't want wrestling or something. Uh, okay, I mean, you've seen the f- social media; everybody's so divided. We want wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want wrestling. I just don't know if it's going to happen, guys. Midget mud wrestling, it's a thing. It's exciting. Well, I, I'm I'm probably meet. The I went to a midget Jello wrestling thing down at Bogarts in Cincinnati, the concert hall. When? Oh, it was like two years ago. It was a midget Jello wrestling event. Was it fun? Oh my god, it was amazing. And I'm sorry, I'm using the term midget because that's exactly what it said. So it was awesome. Maybe I should do that. It, oh, dude, they were no shorter than you. You no. asshole. <laughs> um, it, it sucks. Stanford has a lot of tradition, a lot of history. Um, the wrestling program. And it does suck, and we're not seeing, we're not seeing like small name wrestling programs get dropped. Old Dominion has a historical program. Stanford has a lot of history. All of them have had all Americans recently. Yeah, I mean, and and there's tradition there, you know. And if these schools are not safe, there's not a single school outside of the Big Ten that's not safe. They said Stanford start their wrestling program started four years after the school started in the 1800s, and one of the decisions. One of the key factors was history, and they still cut them. I don't get it. That's insane. No school, no school safe except for like, the Big Ten, Big Ten, and then obviously Okie State. You know stuff like that. Yeah, it sucks, man. It absolutely sucks. Well, apparently we've uh, kind of lost our hype as we are. It sucks. It's sad. All this kind of shit. Um, what are we gonna do here? Hour and twenty two minutes. Let's wrap this thing up. You know, what about the Buckeyes? How about them Buckeyes? At least, right? I mean, you know what? I you guess you waited it, this long. 
It'll be good, I guess, to have the season canceled this year. They can kind of mature and grow in one more season because, you know, they're not a – I don't think they're a trophy team this year. Well, no, and – the, They got some depth for once, though, which is kind of nice. They're not losing my pleasure. God, it's so sad that Pletcher. Pletcher and – No, I'm saying it's so sad that Pletcher and Colin Moore lost their last season. Dude, it's it, it sucks. I'm saying they're not losing somebody like that. So they brought in um, Orndorff. Heavy, good heavyweight, and, and then they got you know Gaston <laughs> Gary Singletary. Singletary is gonna be, you heard it here first, the finalist potential at ninety seven. You if think you so? If finalist. you don't believe me, go look at his hit list. Final, okay, cool. No, I, I, hey. including Mason Paris and Matt Stencil. That is true. Among others, that is true. Okay, um, you know, yeah, they're they're gonna finally have some depth because you got guys like D'Amelio, guys like um, Kenner. Guys like uh, Decatur, who might not have a spot. Why are people? Did I miss something? Are people have legitimately like made statements on the interwebs about Decatur being a force at one thirty three. Did they not watch last year? He's not going one thirty three, is he? It can't happen. If he does, it he, can't. Well, he'll he he will have to have pulled a Nathan Thomasello and shrink his body. Dude, it'll be like uh, you ever see Fifty First Dates? I have. He'll be like ten seconds Tom. Great for ten seconds. After that, he forgets where the fuck he's at. <laughs> That kind of happened. <laughs> I mean, sorry. He, he, no, he he's shown moments of brilliance. How about Etchemendia being eligible? That, yeah, that's going to be forty-one. If he's a forty-one, it's, it's, I'm excited. Somebody to see said him. he walks around one fifty. He's no, got to he be posted short. It on, he, he's he got to po- be short. He posted it on uh, Twitter. Oh, okay. Him weighing his own self. Yeah, so I said somebody. He said he walks around at one fifty. Yeah, dude, he's got to be short. So I think if the season does happen this year, you probably redshirt Malik. Because he's had two years, and then maybe you redshirt him, and he's got two more years to get bigger, you know. Because because we're not we don't have any lightweight recruits. I think you kind of take a dive this year with who you know, except for with the top dogs you got that are ready to go. I don't know. It, it's just hard. It's hard to judge, you know. With guys like Karchla, he's ready to go. He ain't gonna redshirt. Patty he redshirted Ga- last year for yeah, one. Patty Gallagher's coming in uh, next year. Next year. Um, they got some. They got some studs. The team's good. It's probably not a trophy team. No, I mean, I, I think it's an interesting team, and they do have some studs, albeit studs who hey, don't have the accolades stud. or that are relatively unproven. Romero was look on his way to a potential All American year last year. He got year. the All American. He was seated eighth. Yeah, he got the All American status. The All American first had some nice wins over Skaska. You know, he had some great some great results. Not um, just Skaska, but even McFadden too. Uh, or no, yeah. that was uh, Ethan. No, Smith. that was Ethan sorry. Smith. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. You know, you got. Uh, Sasso was a title contender last year, and I think he comes back as one. Um, Etchemendia, if he's as good as advertised, and he's All at American. 141, dude, you just you don't know, but it's exciting. Um, yeah. I think they're going to be, you know, again, as always, week at 25, week at 157. Um, and yes. by week, I just mean, you know, who's going to wrestle 157? Because you can't. You maybe think- maybe um, who finished the season for him? Kenner? Kenner, yeah. Because he can't, he probably can't beat Eshermendia, and he's not going to beat Sasso. Don't know. Unless I mean, they bump he's not Sasso be up. Sasso. Yeah. Um, and they're they're saying Carter's going seventy four. Mm-hmm. So that means so Romero's got to go eighty four. Means Ethan. Smith but have you seen pictures of Romero? No. The dude looks swole. Like literally, like somebody injected him with water and just kept pumping it into him. Are you him. serious? Like I'm not talking about ripped and huge, swole. So you think he's like he got stung by a bee? He looked like Will Smith and Hitch. Swole. <laughs> He needs some of that. Uh, what the what's it ben, Benadryl? Benadryl, yeah. So he'll go eighty four. But where's Ethan Smith going to go? Sixty five. Sixty five. Okay, there you go. So Rocky, 
Rocky, Hoffman, and that's what the death they're talking about. Rocky, Hoffman, and Singletary. Singletary buying bidding for ninety seven. Or what? But who says Rocky's leaving eighty four? Right, because Rocky beat Romero in wrestle off. Yeah, but we watched that. That he should have been hit for stalling like a bunch. It was, Rocky was also in a cutting a lot of weight then. When he went up to eighty four, he looked better. He beat um, Venz and Bronigal. That is true. So maybe Rocky at eighty four is. You Rocky know, beat Venz. Did yeah, he? Rocky beat Taylor Venz, man, in a duel. I mean, I, I know a lot of people beat Taylor Venz last year, but he he beat Venz in a, in yeah. a duel. Yeah, well, you know who didn't? Well, Brooks beat Venz, but Venz beat Brooks too. Yeah, Rocky beat Venz. Really? In the duel. Rocky ain't no slouch, baby. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, that's the best we had to try to end this on a high note. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, it's probably all going to be moot anyway. There ain't going to be college wrestling, so. <laughs> As I said, so get, all. Get used to us. <laughs> so here we go, guys. Um, I guess we're back, um, and we'll probably record something here in the coming um, months again to kind of recap all as the soon bullshit. As, as soon as, as, soon as to pat happen. down, he says something stupid. We'll be back on no, the mic. We'll be back. We want to start getting back on the mic. Anyway, um, it's good to be back, Ben. Um, we're going to lose a lot of re- listeners over this up. I'm sure that's whatever. Um, if, yeah, I have nothing I'm, else to say. I'm not man. concerned about losing. I'm, I'm concerned. I don't want to. I love you all. No, I, yeah, if, but if you don't want to listen to us, yeah, I love everybody that interacts with us. I don't want to listen to us. Yeah, you're right. All right, so again, episode number 2021, 2020, <laughs> 116. <laughs> is in the books, and as always, don't wind up on your back, bros.